monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G, who is turning down the game. And joining me, as always, is the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Um, you you were yelling at me pretty good here uh, as I was trying to get the mic set up. You were annoying me with the microphone. Oh, forgive me for wanting us to be able to be audible on our podcast, darling. You could be nicer Princess. About it. You could be nicer. Honey gem jewel. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> anyway... No. No, I am a man, and I take what I want. <laughs> so, first, an explanation. As you may recall, we made two promises at the end of our previous episode. The first was that we would have a uh, bonus episode in January featuring special guests discussing the film Shin Godzilla. Uh, we have not been able to finalize the time to record that yet. So no bonus podcast for you. You've been bad. And no promises, because it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. It'll happen. You gotta believe. I believe. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> That's a song by Cher. Anyway, the other promise we made was we announced that the movie we were going to watch was a film from 1974, I believe, uh, directed by Bert I. Gordon called Food of the Gods, wherein a bunch of rats attack people. Big rats. So we watched it last week with we the did. intention of recording and having it out for the last Friday of the month like we like we usually oh, say we usually will usually do yeah. yeah but we watched it and discovered there's some animal cruelty in that movie and not like fun fake animal cruelty i'm pretty sure they was they was shooting those rats with paintball guns yeah probably and i did not like that yeah and and i completely respected your stance and i agreed with you as I said, I had just sort of wished that you had decided that 20 minutes in so we didn't have to finish watching that utter piece of shit movie that was Food of the Gods. Well, it was your pick. I wanted I know. to give it a try. And you know what? And I love you. And I thought maybe I could try to, you know, address the animal cruelty in a, a way on the podcast, but I just felt like it didn't even deserve time on our podcast and I didn't want to devote a whole episode to it because it was so shitty. That was a horrible movie. And, and it just sucked. It just, it's like it would have been fun to talk about. It would have been a fun movie if there hadn't been animals being shot with paintball guns. But I will they say this: they could have found another way to fake violence. Yeah, they also could have just not made that shitty movie because it sucked. It wasn't even that that funny, really. <laughs> yeah, I turned on that movie. You did turn on it, pretty, and you, and you were right too. So I, I said that. that we I didn't feel comfortable doing it on our Correct. podcast. So I picked a different movie, and I'm so happy that I did because I love this movie. This was your second time watching. I it? have seen this before, yes, and I was very excited because after the, the we, after we watched a bunch of humans be shitty to animals, I wanted to watch a movie wherein all animals attack all humans. <laughs> so I chose. I didn't write down who directed this. Whatever, <laughs> some guy. I could look it up right now while we're talking, but I chose a film from 1977, a film that stars Leslie Nielsen. Mr. Magoo himself. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is a horrible introduction. Well, it's because I'm trying to type with one hand so that I can look up the director of the it's film. It's called Day, Day of, of the Animals. <gasps> Damn it, Joey. I was trying oh, to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
called Day of the Animals. Yes, it is. Uh, and it was from 1977, directed by William Girdler. Now, William Girdler is also the director of Grizzly, which was basically... Jaws. With a bear, <laughs> which is rad. And I've also seen Grizzly, and it's rad. But this movie, he ups the ante. And in this movie, all animals attack all humans. Because of the ozone layer. Right. Depletion. So we have a slightly different format. We're not trying happy out with this. that sentence. As well you should not be, but it's okay. Uh, so before we get into this, let's start off by having a little listen to the trailer for Day of the Animals. Linda knows that something is out there. Something so evil, it penetrates the soul. Something lurking in the black of night. So real, she can almost taste it. Something is out there. And it's coming closer, and closer, and... Something is out there. So terrifying, you've only seen it in your nightmares. Rated BG. What begins as a pleasant day of hiking in the woods becomes the Day of the Animals. That trailer gives nothing away. Nope. But you know what? I dig it. So, we're going to experiment with a new format this week. I took copious notes outlining the plot of this movie, and we're just going to kind of go through my notes beat by beat and discuss it along the way. You got practice last week. I did. This is the second <laughs> one I've done like this. Um, and, you know, just jump in whenever you like. I will. I know you will. And I believe, and, and you know what? You should. Thank you. Because you're a strong, capable, independent woman. <laughs> you could be a news lady. You could be a news lady. You could be a sexy news lady with a high forehead. She had a very high forehead. So, the movie starts off with a crawl, not unlike a Star Wars, against a black screen where it, where it describes the fact that scientists have learned that the fluorofluorocarbons... I always have a hard time <laughs> saying this. Chlorofluorocarbons... There you go. ...from aerosol cans have damaged the ozone layer. Thus, dangerous ultraviolet radiation has become more intense and is attacking the Earth. And if we aren't careful and protect the ozone layer, this could happen. Could. That's what it said. So, we begin things off in a... Oh, yeah, I forgot about the warning at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, this movie is rad. And it's happening now. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. It's maybe too late. I think it happened already. 1977. <laughs> all animals attacked all humans. So, uh, we start off in a, uh, a, a, a small oh town in front of a saloon. You're stuttering. A, shut the fuck up. Where a ragtag <laughs> band of misfits departs from a quaint small town on a hike up a mountain. Uh, an adorably fat sheriff informs uh, the hike leader, who we took to calling Ranger Danger for the rest of the movie. You took to calling it Ranger Danger. Well, yeah, Danger. but I'm funny. About uh, There's been a bunch of uh, accidents happening and it's weird. And we see what can only be described what as... What kinds of accidents, Joey? He just says weird accidents. He doesn't actually say anything. He says, oh, oh, there's weird accidents going on. And then we see what can only be described as dozens of stock animal footage shots during this. For the whole movie. Oh, yeah. This movie is an hour and 37 minutes long, and at least 37 minutes of that is okay. stock footage of animals. It was just over an hour and a half, and this movie felt like four hours I of disagree. nature <laughs> video... Of nature footage. You were and, saying that. Wait, and... 
cut to people walking, yeah. cut to stock footage of animals. It's great. Cut to people walking, yeah. cut to stock it's good footage. filmmaking. They're building tension. <laughs> At the end of the movie, you were saying how this felt like so long, and I was like, I don't know, man. This just flew by for me. I love this movie. <laughs> so um, we get, you know, your your basic expository dialogue from uh, the various character archetypes we're going to be journeying with. So we have, um, let's see, we have a douchebag ad exec played by Leslie Nielsen. We have a couple who's going through a rough patch. We have two young people. The new couple. Yeah, I guess they're a new couple. We the have new couple that um, the older couple are like. We used to be like that. Now yeah, I hate you. Pretty much, yeah. They 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 don't seem to be getting along. We have the nebbish professor who's taking photographs and wore a hat like Gilligan. The scientist. Yeah, the professor. He's uh, a professor of science, Joey. Get it right. Sorry, he's a science professor. We have hot blonde with a big hot blonde high forehead. As we <laughs> yeah yeah she's a news lady. Uh, we have child. We have. Barely a child. Well, he looks yeah. like, He's a, like mouse. a thirteen-year-old rat boy. He looked like a. Mouse. He looked kind of like those rats from Food of the Gods. He did a little bit, yeah. But he just needed a strong man in his life. Uh, we have um, his uh, cliche Jewish princess mom, <laughs> who's basically walking around going, "Oh, climbing with the mountains and what have you." I mean, <laughs> I I should climb up the mountain in these shoes. Why not? Like it's pretty apparent. We also have um, who I a character who I took to start calling cliche the wonder native american he was a walking talking stereotype of what i assume people thought native americans were in the 1970s he has a snakeskin vest and a cowboy hat and he catches fish with his bare hands yep and at one point he threatens he tells the little boy jokingly oh. that he's going to scalp him it yeah was a, it jokingly was it was a different time can you imagine being 13 and someone being like i'm going to scalp you yeah and then we also and rounding up the team we have ranger danger and um prof- former professional football player with a limp Right. Yeah. So, uh, Leslie Nielsen, in the span of 30 seconds, says the phrase old Indian medicine and calls uh, cliche Native American Kimasabe. He's an asshole. It is weird to see Leslie Nielsen in this role because I've only ever seen him yeah. in like. What are those stupid movies? Or like you the like? Naked Gun yeah. and like Airplane. Like before he became a like comedy guy, he was an actor. Yeah. You know, and this was a movie that he played an asshole in. Was he like Steve Martin where he went gray really early? I mean... I've I, never seen him like without white hair. I've seen him in hair. one movie with very dark hair, but the movie is in black and white. What movie is that? Is it, I think he's in This Island Earth. Oh. But that's not in black and white. No, he has dark hair in that movie. Okay, I've only ever seen him with white hair. Yeah, but you've also only ever seen him in movies where he's probably over the age of 60. Probably. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe he's only in his 50s in this movie. He looks good with his shirt off, which we'll get to. So, uh, at this point, a bunch of birds of prey start freaking out, and then a buzzard swoops in and attacks the young boy. He doesn't attack him, he comes near him. It was very Alfred Hitchcock, the yeah, birds. With, the very... bir- with all the birds in the trees surrounding them. And our heroes all exchange knowing glances to imply that strange things are afoot. Oh yeah, and they but they keep re- the leaders of the expedition keep reassuring everything everyone that oh, yeah. not to worry everything's okay. <laughs> the first half of the movie they keep saying don't worry everything's okay don't worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in town, after being snarled at by a dog, Sheriff Bumpkin and a bunch of other bumpkins are talking about the sun being bumpkins. really hot and that there's been animals attacking. They discuss while they discuss this, we hear a news broadcast in the bar uh, talking about how the ozone layer has been fucked up. And that the UV rays are really strong at higher elevations, in case you didn't read the opening scrawl. 
I did. I'm just saying, no, I'm not telling you. No, oh. I'm saying that's why they... <laughs> I know you did. Okay. Uh, we cut back to our hikers who discover a campsite with no one at it. You just looked at me very accusingly when I you wasn't said accusing that. you of anything. You're... Our hikers discover a campsite with nobody at it. How peculiar. The fire's still burning. There's steam coming off of the cups of hot cocoa, but no people. Mm. I liked those campsites. Like, the both of them that we saw in this movie, the tents look really nice. And they were very, very beautifully staged so that everyone could be seen. It was right. very, like, stage performance style of blocking. It was. But the tents look like you could stand up in them. They're much better than our tents nowadays. This is true. I would go camping in the 70s, but not today. So while the hikers are having a nice And not o- when nice the ozone campfire, layer is Well, yeah, you got, definitely not. You can't have an aerosol <laughs> camp. Uh, Ranger Danger and um, Cliché the Native American discuss the fact that things are fucky. But they say it in hushed tones so as not to spook the others. Everything's fine. Should you be saying Native American or should you be saying Indigenous? Well, because he isn't a Native American, though. Okay. They call him an Indian. Like you're a step so, above. Yeah. That. Okay. I'm just gonna call him cliche from now on. All right, sounds better. Because it's a little easier. So then we have a really weird scene uh, where the Jewish mom discusses uh, how hard it is to parent her son with cliche, whom they've known for all six hours, who gives her advice about how the boy just needs a strong presence in his life. Yeah, I'd be so pissed off if I was that mom. Yeah. Like, she was really into it. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying her best. Nicole. Fuck you. I've been raising him for 13 years by myself. I've been you raising him by then. himself. Why not? <laughs> His father is out there in the Beverly Hills with the flirting and the ladies. Uh, meanwhile, Professor Buzzkill makes everyone stop having fun and go to bed. Oh, yeah. Because they have to go hiking. And then before everyone goes to bed, a strained married couple trade, you know, nasty barbs with each other. And uh, Leslie Nielsen looks on smugly. What an asshole. <laughs> All the while, owls are watching. We literally get like four minutes of shots of this owl watching them. Uh, <clears throat> so, one, while well, they never come out and say this, one could suspect that the owls are not, not what they, they seem. seem. <clears throat> so then uh, the music gets tender because the only two people who are still awake are Ranger Danger and Hoplon with high forehead. Uh, they discuss the fact it's a that really long hot blonde high forehead. I like it. Yeah, the, they discuss the fact that she's a reporter, a news lady, if you will, uh, and that uh, yeah, strain- doesn't he call her an anchorman? And she's like, ah, 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 anchor woman. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, she's a news lady. She's we've, a reporter. Noticed by your high forehead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, they discuss. It becomes clear that strange things are afoot at the Circle K. But you know, I said it while we were watching it. That a high forehead used to be seen for a woman as a sign of intelligence. Women used to pluck their hair lying back so that they had higher foreheads so that they'd be more intelligent. There's something about being closer to God. It was a different time. It was a different time. I don't think that's why this girl did it. (laughs) I don't think it was intentional. I think she just has a high forehead. Yeah. Sometimes the pipe is just a pipe, Nicole. Or a cigar. I just, saying. like, conflated a Sigmund Freud bit with a Marcel Duchamp painting. Fun. Uh, so, anyway, at this point, a wolf puppet sneaks into camp and attacks the strained marriage wife. I really enjoyed all the animal attack. Oh, yeah, they were great. Um, These were well-trained animals. Because it was clearly, like... Stock footage. A, a, yeah, a stock footage cut to the wolf snarling back to a dog just 
jumping on her cutely. And then what was very obviously a puppet. Uh, then a puppet yeah. attacking uh, well her. World puppet. But that's I mean, much all, better. All much better than animal cruelty. Absolutely, the all animals the... look like they're having fun at jumping on people. And again, during this this attack scene, they keep cutting back to that owl who's just like watching. So weird. So anyway, the next morning, strained marriage couple have decided to head back down the mountain because nothing could possibly go wrong by having them go off on their own. You never split the party. So as they're going down the mountain, strained marriage couple are menaced by a flock of Hitchcocks. As I call them, because it's literally the scene from the birds where, like, there's a couple of birds on a branch, and then there's a whole bunch of birds on the branch. Yeah. And it's not as well done, but I still enjoyed it. And then, unlike in the birds, all of a sudden, the birds attack the wife and throw her off a cliff. But that's after the husband leaves her. He's like, okay, fine. Well, because she's ya. just like, you're an asshole. And he's just like, you know what? Fine. Fuck you, too. She goes, I hate you. She gets all mad. And he's just like, fuck you. And then the birds attack her and throw her off a mountain. And I then know. he stands on the mountain and goes, Khan! He doesn't yell Khan. He doesn't say Khan, but he does the Khan thing. But It says in my notes, husband yells Khan. I see that, but that's not what happened. Kind of is. But I feel like even if you're in a rough patch of your marriage, like you'd, he'd be like, oh... My wife just got attacked by, by a, a wolf, wolf, and now she's having a mental breakdown because she was attacked by a wolf, and we're out in nature, and she's yeah. scared. I'm going to leave her anyway because she's upset. I mean, you pointed out at one point that none of the women in this movie get treated particularly well because yeah. the few scenes these two had before is like him being like, oh, maybe we can do that, and she's just like, maybe if you weren't such a piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't have to be on this hike if you weren't say, such a fucking asshole. Just a handful of women in this oh, yeah, and they movie, do, and stuff happens. None to of them. them have like any agency over <laughs> anything that happens to them. Nicole said, "None of these women do anything." I'm like, "Well, stuff happens to them," <laughs> which like, I realize is not the same. Even that one woman who they're like, "Jump in the water. We're safer in the water." I can't swim. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, but that woman, you mean uh, hot forehead. blonde, high forehead? Yeah. yeah, this is true. But that's you're getting ahead of yourself. Uh, but yeah, you know, you're right. It was a different time. Um, <clears throat> so, meanwhile, back with our main group, uh, weird-looking kid and Jewish mom fight over the portable radio, and naturally they throw it into the water and destroy it. Which, right in the middle of a broadcast about how the ozone layer. <laughs> uh, then Leslie Nielsen is an asshole, but he's becoming more aggressive in his assholiness, and they continue to trek up the mountain. Trek, trek, trek. Tra la 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 la. So, strained marriage guy who from now on I started calling Widow until I gave him a new nickname later in the movie, but now he's Widow. So, Widow guy finds a little girl. Uh, she's not speaking and she looks like hammered shit. <laughs> uh, you kind of, you know, they don't say it, but you get the impression that all animals attacked all her parents and now she's alone. And she's survived. She's yeah. a survivor. Which is why I start calling her I'm and the. That's why I start calling Widow Man and her Lone Wolf and Cub. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, Lone Wolf and Cub uh, meet up, and then uh, a bird attacks them, and they form an unshakable bond. Yeah. Meanwhile, the campers discover the food cache that they've been searching for because earlier they their supplies had run out. Uh, unfortunately, the food cache they discovered has been trashed, and I think it was those birds. I think it was the wolves could be both they, they look like they were all friends we saw footage of a bear oh, yeah and two wolves and a cougar all Just walking together and i went this isn't realistic and then that broke my heart because i really like the fantasy that they're all friends in nature together 
Well, they are united by a common goal to attack all humans. That's very sweet. Uh, so then we have a scene where Jewish mom uh, continues to talk about ozone layer. Again, <laughs> just in case we haven't gotten the fact that the ozone layer is responsible for all this. Right. And tensions begin to mount among our heroes. Meanwhile, Sheriff Bumpkin is woken up in the middle of the night by a phone call. And he adorably bumbles his way downstairs and answers the phone. And his deputy tells him that all animals are attacking all humans. You did really find the sheriff adorable. I loved the sheriff. I spent like 10 minutes just like narrating everything he did in his voice. And you were utterly charmed by me. Joey said that he would watch a whole movie that was just the sheriff. No, no. I said a whole television series. Oh, oh yeah. I would watch a spin-off of of Sheriff Bumblehead. Just like, oh, here's me going downstairs now. I'm going to have me a sandwich. And then his tired voice was just like (laughs) really rambling and mumbling. He said like old prospector things. Totally. Just just changed his whole voice. So anyway, his deputy tells him that all animals are attacking all humans, and any animal above 5,000 feet is going extra mental because of the ozone layer. So they have to evacuate the town. Yeah, the military has decided they have to evacuate the town. Right. Uh, So anyway, the sheriff hangs up and goes into the kitchen to make himself a sandwich, uh, where he (laughs) discovers rats in his kitchen. That was actually, I would think, a a a creepy thing. Like He puts this giant thing of... This giant like chicken, a giant roast, roast chicken. chicken down. It looks like a Thanksgiving turkey yeah. that he put he just, on the He's table. gonna eat it all, probably he's with, with a, a slice of pie. Exactly. So I'm gonna go before I evacuate this town. I'm gonna get me a slice of pie. And so he turns around to the cupboard, turns back around, and rats, rats are all over. It. Like, yeah. can you just imagine? Ugh. Yeah. Well, but the quick thinking, sheriff. He does what any insane person would do. He hucks a loaf of bread at them, which proves to be an Don't worry, none of the rats were injured. It's true. I was, I was like, I don't think anything bad happened to those rats. But then it shows the rats, like, yes. flying at it was him. the best. So the rats start leaping at him. But Is that like, how la- rats leap? No! It was stupid. These rats, like, flew. It was amazing. But then how did they do it? They weren't real rats. Oh, they looked real. Yeah, when they started, to, when there were rats on the Thanksgiving turkey, they were real. And then when they started attacking him, it was just like a rubber rat that somebody threw from up camera. I thought they were actually just jumping on. No, him. <laughs> good God, Levin. Uh, anyway, yeah, I so the rats attack and bite his face. With the air they got yeah, on oh, those yeah. jumps. <laughs> I cannot believe you thought those were real rats. At they that looked point. so real, Joey. Especially the close-up footage of the rat Funny. jumping off the table. Special effects were very good in 1977 <laughs> in this film. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Sheriff Bumblehead goes back upstairs and his wife's like, What's happening, Edgar? Edgar? I don't think his name is Edgar. And he's just like, we, we gotta get out of here. The rats, they're fucking things up. And you his gotta face limit is your um, nicknames for people. You're gonna start confusing it. I, it happens in these notes. Where... Anyway, <laughs> so back in the mountains, uh, we have some, you know, unassuming dialogue, uh, developing character bonds. And then uh, shit breaks bad, and suddenly all animals attack all humans. And the only... So, like, uh, he gets attacked by a cougar, cliche does, and only sustains minor scratches despite being mauled by a cougar. And oh, nobody yeah, he's else... Got, like, he's got, like, too scrapes. faint. Yeah. Like, old... They look like old scratches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New. And the, for some reason in this movie, everybody who gets attacked never wipes the blood off their face. It's way more badass just to leave blood on your face, Joey. I guess. So anyway, uh, they scare off the animals. Um, <clears throat> Leslie Nielsen, who I didn't give a nickname to, I just called him Leslie Nielsen <laughs> in my notes. Do you even know his name in the movie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know anyone's name in this movie. We are a professional podcast. Honestly, Nicole, I stopped even trying to. Be, yeah, no, I honestly could not name a single character in this movie. 
Uh, suddenly, Leslie Nielsen continues to get more aggressive and shitty. Uh, he's insisting that they should go higher up the mountain, even though the radio told them to evacuate uh, because he's an asshole. No, he didn't. There was a reason. Because there was a ranger tower 15 miles up the mountain instead of 30 miles to get back down the mountain. So he says they should go to the ranger tower, even though it's further up the mountain they were told to evacuate. Because he's an asshole. Right. And then Ranger Danger punches him in the face. So then that's when the party splits up. Yeah, so Leslie Nielsen says, fuck you, I'm going up the mountain. And some really dumb people, including Jewish mom, weird kid, uh, teenagers. The young couple. Well, yeah, young couple, I guess. Yeah. Young couple. Oh. Uh, they they split the party. You never split the party. Okay, so then Lone Wolf and Cub find another campsite, but unfortunately, before they arrived, it's clear that all animals have attacked all humans, and the campsite is a deserted. We cut back to Leslie Nielsen, who has removed his shirt. Yeah, that's so random. You just come back, and he's like totally and he's gone got a fer- stick. He's gone feral. He's made a spear, and he's hitting bushes with it. And then he starts hitting the boy and his mom. Because they're, like, walking too slow. And he's like, you get that cockroach kid out of my face. He calls the kid a cockroach, like, four times. Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, so, anyway, he's lost it. To and be then, fair, the, the kid's kind of a cockroach. Yeah, the kid's annoying. So, then he hits uh, College Guy. But he hits him in the backpack. And College Guy goes down like he's been shot in the back of the head. He literally hits him in this giant hiking backpack with a stick, and he falls down. Ow, my backpack. And then he says, I'm in charge, and I take what I want, and right now I want you. And he's going to point at the at college girl, and you're like, oh my, things have gotten out of hand quickly. It escalated very quickly. And then college boy's like, fuck that, man, you can't have my girl. So what does Leslie Nielsen do? Stabs him in the belly. Stabs him in the belly with a spear, and college boy dies instantly. Yeah. Instantly, like he dies really fast. You know what? I think it was the trauma sustained from the backpack. Well, <laughs> if he hadn't been hit in the backpack, he might have been able to survive that the fatal Maybe. blow. Maybe I think you're right. It weakened him. <laughs> it weakened him. Yeah. So uh, then we cut to uh, our heroes who are hiding in an abandoned mine shaft and having this like really tedious long scene where like it's. Ranger Danger is still hitting on um, Hot Blonde High Forehead and talking about <laughs> how she should take his advanced woodworking class, whatever. And she's just like, "Okay, when we're done, I'll touch your wiener." No. <laughs> and then uh, she was like, "I don't go with teachers." No, that was earlier. This was when she goes, "I will go with you now because oh. we've been through this situation." Uh, while um, Professor Gilligan is telling a uh, football player who it turns out has a limp because he's dying of cancer. Which they had mentioned earlier when, like, uh, Professor Gimp guy says to, I think it's to Hoplon High Forehead, I think he's got cancer. And she's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then, sure enough, they basically tell him, hey, man, quit being so, like, bent out of shape because you're dying of cancer. We're all going to die. Right. And then uh, Cliche goes, yeah, look, he's not telling you that it doesn't matter. He's just telling you to stop complaining because we're all going to die. And then... Uh, cancer football man makes a very good point says why don't we all just fucking kill ourselves right now then and they go maybe we already have and I'm just like I want to know what's happening with shirtless crazy man instead of these boring people it was very boring well luckily they quickly cut back to crazy Leslie Nielsen who is in the pouring rain with his shirt off angrily screaming at God right and then goes full caveman and tries to rape college girl this is not like, oh, I think he's going to try and rape her. He full on, he's like, and she's screaming, and it's like, 
this is oddly dark for this very silly movie. It was very dark. It was a, that part is a little much. And you know what? I think the fact that it's Leslie Nielsen for some reason like makes it's more it more upsetting. No, makes it less upsetting in oh. a weird way because it's kind of just like it's so weird to see Mr. Magoo trying like angrily yelling at God in the rain and then trying to rape a college girl that it's just like this doesn't feel real at all. It, it was just like, feels so bizarre. It was so over the top that it yeah. was silly, but yeah, yeah very and, like, dark you for feel, the movie. I personally felt a little bit guilty because I'm like, look, this is not cool. Like, I would never rape a woman. And you shouldn't. But there's a big part of me that found that scene very funny. <laughs> so, you know, it's not funny. But it was kind of funny. It just was over the top. Yes, exactly. I, I think you understand what I'm saying. I understand. Thank you. Um, but don't worry. Because before Leslie Nielsen can rape a college girl, a fucking bear attacks him. And then, as my note here says... But then just in time of bear attacks, and he and Leslie Nielsen wrestle for America. The winner of that wrestling match will get America. It was That was also a really cute attack scene. It was great. The stock footage of the bear. And then a trained bear. Yeah, but then but when it's a close-up of Leslie Nielsen with the bear. It's a stuntman. Yeah. No, but the close-ups, they're just hugging. Like, it's a yeah, fake well, bear. No, no. I think I actually think that it was the stuntman, like, the bear trainer. Because that's how they always film bear attacks, is, like, them, like, rolling around because... But when they're standing, they're hu- and hugging. Oh, yeah, when they're first doing the, like, sumo square-off thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that might a not close-up of Leslie Nelson. Oh, right, right, right. Leslie Nelson? Leslie Nelson, I Do you said. mean Leslie Nielsen? What am I saying? Leslie Nelson. <laughs> And it's Leslie Nielsen? Look, it's, yeah. It's okay. I've only said it like 30 times on this podcast so far. Okay, all right. It's late for yeah, me. Yeah, so anyway, it's Leslie Nielsen fights a bear for America. Anyway, it looks like they're just hugging and it's really cute. Yeah, I love a bear attack in a movie. All right. I love a shark attack. I like bears more than sharks. Really? Like, look, is Jaws the best animal attack movie of all time? Yes. Is Day of the Animals my favorite animal attack movie of all time? You bet your ass it is. I I like shark attack ones more because you're in the water. You're already super vulnerable. Yeah. But I like... Then you're just fucked. That's why I like the bear attack. Because then it's like, yeah, we're meeting on more common ground. (laughs) I want to see a good fight. I don't want to just see a molly. They're going to hug and it's cute. They fight and Leslie Nelson gets (laughs) murdered by a bear. (laughs) Which enables um, college girl, Jewish mom, and weird kid to escape. Meanwhile, in town, Lone Wolf and Cub find a truck full of snakes, which they then, and then the snakes chase them down the highway, (laughs) which is pretty awesome. And then they find this truck, the the horns blaring, and they open the the door, and who should fall out? Sheriff Bumblefuck. I was so bummed. I was like, they fucking neutered him. I know. They pulled a newt on my favorite character in this movie. Newt is the little girl from Aliens. Who dies oh. off camera before Alien 3 starts. When Alien 3 starts, Newt's already dead. And you're like, fuck this movie. Oh. So yeah, basically Sheriff Bumblefuck is Newt. Yeah, he dies off screen. That was yeah. kind of sad. I was like, oh, he's never going to make it. Why like, couldn't they I have let him like, survive? I feel, I feel like he deserved at least an on-screen death. He didn't even get to have his sandwich. Didn't get to have his rat sandwich. <laughs> rat sandwich. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Lone Wolf and Cub... Um, Upon discovering dead sheriff, barricade themselves in a car, which won't start. So Lone Wolf's like, well... Oh, oh, oh they're barricaded in the car because Cujo attacks them. <laughs> yeah, so they're hiding in this car. Cujo. Well, Cujo's out there snarling, and he goes... He sees a hammer, and he grabs the hammer, and he says to, to Cub, he goes, Listen, you got to stay here. I told you I wouldn't leave you, 
but I'm gonna so I can go get my car, which is right there, and then I'll come get you. And she's just like, alright. So he gets out of the car and he runs over to his Studebaker there and he opens it up. And what should he find? Car full of snakes. Well, he didn't actually see the snakes because he was yeah, he had his eyes Cujo. on Cujo. Yeah, yeah. And he just puts his hand in the car and comes out with snakes on it. No, let me <laughs> snakes on on a hand. <laughs> let me ask you a question. When he went to that car with his back to it, were you like me a thousand percent sure that there was a million snakes in that car? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, he should have fucking. And I never think this in movies, but in this movie, I'd make an exception and say, kill the dog first. See, th- we had to not record a movie because some mice got hurt and now you're like kill the dog <laughs> rats got lots lot not just some rats lots of rats got hurt look look if there's two things i always say it's don't rape a woman and don't kill a rat anyway not really kill the dog fake kill the dog dogs can be trained to be dead yeah so play, play dead <laughs> that's what i mean anyway then we get to see like a very again like upsetting but kind of hilarious shot of this extremely traumatized girl being further traumatized by watching her new surrogate father be eaten by snakes by and dogs, dogs. Yeah. yeah so that's too bad and that's the last time we see uh, uh lone wolf so meanwhile uh we go back to uh jew mom and son jew mom that sounds really bad yeah uh jewish what you say Actually, I have it here written her as Lone Mom and Son, because I think I had the name. So Lone Mom and Son, along with College Girl, uh, discover a crashed helicopter that's uh, being guarded by a pack of dogs right. who are eating the pilot. So they barricade themselves inside the helicopter. Just a bunch of German Shepherds. Uh, yeah. Hanging no, no, it's not the German Shepherds yet. This is These were just like the, the, the mongrels, remember? The German Shepherds are later. Oh, right. So these are just these dogs who are eating a pilot. And uh, so College Girl and the mom are running to get into the ch- helicopter, which meant that I got to turn to Nicole and go, Get to the chopper! And she didn't laugh, and I was very disappointed because I was very happy well, with been that. T- you'd been talking the whole movie, Joy. I was just trying to pay attention to the movie. Yeah, because you might miss an important plot point. <laughs> I'm sure another ca- while I was doing that, another character was talking about the ozone layer. <laughs> so Ranger Danger and friends uh, find some cabins that for some reason are filled with, as I put it here, like 50 German Shepherds. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, why were they all out there? Like, was this like a breeder's camp or that something? I was about to say yeah. that. <laughs> like, I understand. Like, because you were like, well, they're not wild. I'm like, no, I know. But, like, all animals are attacking all humans, not just <laughs> wild animals. But you'd think there'd be a few, like, there'd be a poodle in there or a schnauzer or a pug. <laughs> you should. You said schnitzel. I did say schnitzel when I went, not a schnitzel. I meant a schnauzer. <laughs> schnitzel would be very welcome at this point. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they barricade themselves inside the cabins, and then all of a sudden the German shepherds are gone, and they go, I think it's okay. And then my favorite thing ever happens, the fucking German shepherd from Resident Evil smashes through the window. It was very Resident Evil. <laughs> like, literally maybe, maybe, jumps through a plate glass window and tackles the professor. Maybe Resident Evil saw that and was like, yes, that's the one thing we're taking from this movie. I think so. I think you're right. Uh, so unfortunately, Professor... Um, and ace quarterback. <laughs> okay, this is off-color joke, but I I called him ace quarterback leukemia. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Joey. Anyway, they're slain in the catacombs, but uh, hot blonde, high forehead, uh, cliche and ranger danger escape on a raft into rapids like fucking Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn all of a sudden. Like, it's a calm river for the whole movie. And that's then all when of a sudden, she said she couldn't. I can't swim. Can't that's swim. what they were saying. Like, quick into the water. I can't swim. I'm like, fucking German shepherds can swim, you assholes. Yeah, that was weird. This is the second movie about animals we've watched where 
you shouldn't be able to escape in the water, but they do. Anyway. Yeah, uh, because the last movie, they are like, the one that we didn't do, Food of the Gods, they're like, jump yeah. in the water, Raz can't swim. And then I looked it up, and Raz can swim for days yeah, and but remember, days. The one guy says, no, I think rats can swim. And the guy goes, yeah, but not these ones. These ones are too big. I think they're going to sink. <laughs> and you're like, how the fuck do you know? And then, unfortunately, he was right. Fuck that movie. So after all this, it cut to... I guess none of the animals were wearing sunblock because they're all just randomly dead. Yep, all of a sudden. Immediately. Uh, yeah, and our surviving heroes are rescued. In town, the scientists from E.T. in full-on, like, hazmat gear are wandering through the town just looking at dead animals and dead bodies everywhere. And then they find a seriously trauma- traumatized little girl in the car. Uh, and then the raft floats under a bridge and our heroes are saved. And that's the end of the movie. Except for the last shot where a bird flies, and you're just like, whoa, is it really the end? Yeah, that was stupid. We gotta fix the ozone layer, or all animals will attack all humans again. That's the lesson we learned. So, this movie works as a mystery science theater movie. Yes, we had fun watching it, except for I thought it was too long. But I also, like, I, I, look, I get it. This is not, like, a good piece of cinema, but I unironically love this movie. I liked it even more this time than the first time I watched it. I had it. fun watching it with you. It I don't was, think I would watch it again. It was the best. Like I said, Jaws is the best Animal Attacks People movie. This is my favorite. I would rather watch this than Jaws, even though Jaws is perfect. Have we done Jaws on the podcast? We should. We should do Jaws. We should have done a versus with Jaws. <laughs> we should do Jaws and Grizzly. Jaws versus Grizzly? No, no, Jaws. Yeah, Jaws versus because Grizzly <laughs> is the same director as... Day of the Animals, which Nicole could not remember the title of, because I kept calling it All Animals Attack All I know, Humans. you kept fucking me up. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot recommend watching this movie highly enough. It's on Amazon Prime. You gotta watch it. I'd say watch it with friends where you can yeah. just riff on it. If only to see shirtless Leslie Nielsen yell at God and then fight a bear for America. That was not even my favorite part. How is that possible? That and when Rin Tin Tin smashes through the window like Resident Evil. That was pretty awesome. And the entire phone call scene with Sheriff Bumblefuck. I was going to say, like, the rat scene. Yeah, when, yeah, that whole... When he throws the loaf of bread at the rats. And the rats... I was like, why did you think that was going to work? Well, now I, I understand the rat scene better, so... <laughs> like, look, I don't know. Maybe rats can jump, but they were not jumping naturally in that I movie. I do think they can jump. I'm sure they can, but not like that. I've seen a mouse jump. And they can jump pretty high. But this was something else. These rats were being propelled out of a cannon or something. <laughs> not this real one. not real rats, just to yeah, clarify. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Because I cannot no. stand by animal and again, cruelty. I am 100% with you. Fuck Food of the Gods. Don't watch it. It's <laughs> shitty. Fuck people who hurt animals in movies for no good reason. The animals didn't ask, or for to, any reason. They didn't ask to be in that movie. The rat doesn't know it's in a movie. They didn't, they didn't want to do that. And some of the best acting in this movie was from that bear. <laughs> and that owl. The that owl. was a sinister owl. Anyway, what a great movie. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this new format where I recap the movie rather than me like awkwardly paraphrasing Wikipedia trying to remember what I watched. Right. Good. Fun, so fun. Uh, what are we watching next month? And can I veto it if something that I don't like happens? In no. <laughs> well, only if it's something like ethical. I have a lot of principles and ethics. No, principles and ethics are different, Joey. <laughs> my 
principles you have a lot based of principles. on my ethics. Yeah, I do. I anyway, what were you picking? I'm picking a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a really long time and just haven't for whatever reason. Mostly because I can't watch it by myself, I don't think. I want to watch the original Suspiria. Good pick. Thank you. And I know we haven't done it on our podcast. We have not. Do you think that there's a chance that there will be any animals attacking any humans in Suspiria? No, but I better look up if there's any animal cruelty before we watch it. You should, because it's an Italian horror film of that era, and there's a lot of Italian horror. Like, I've watched... You've I've, seen it, though. There's Are there animals in it? I don't remember there being any animals. I haven't seen Suspiria in 20 years, but I don't remember there being any animals in it, no. Anyway, we're watching Suspiria I next can't wait. month. That's a good pick. I'm excited for that. And it'll be out the last, last Friday, Friday of, of, February. of February. And uh, with any kind of luck, we'll have that bonus episode of Shin Godzilla up at some point. But if we don't, we'll have something. And if we do that, I'm going to rewatch Shin Godzilla. I yeah, drink you, a lot you of got wine. drunk halfway through it. It's so fun, though. Halfway through the movie, they're talking about, like, Dumplin', that movie with Jennifer Aniston. And I'm sitting here going, like, hey, the king is here. We, we had a lot of fun drinking wine to that movie. I had a lot of fun watching Godzilla. I love that movie. All right. So that's going to wrap us up here this week. So until next time, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. And y'all stay scary. Kissy kissy. How could this woman ever decide to wed this man?